6: Let the countdown begin, NBA fans. We are officially less than one month away from the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame ceremony. Hold your horses. <laughs> you okay, had but me. You had me. Under a month until NBA camps open and only just about 50 days away from NBA basketball starting once again. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the 2022 Hall of Fame class, obviously, some news from Allen Iverson and plenty more with the founder of Hoop Spaces for Twitter, Chris Barnett. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack. Jack God, God, mad, mad Booskies. Booskies. I like how we say it the exact same way every like, time. Like, exactly.
7: Good and we're like brand. always perfectly in sync. Do you think people know we're both saying it or do they just hear it like meld together perfectly as... You know, it's
6: like wall it's like of listening sound, to. A, I've heard it referred to like as. Uh, Peter Frampton's "Fly Like an Eagle" for the first time. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, what's what's he doing with that talk? Taken away. I don't I'm know transported. why. Transported. Why bring up Peter Frampton anyway. <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. Welcome, Chris Barnett, uh, the creator of Hoop Spaces. How are you, man? Hey, I'm
8: I'm doing great. Um, I'm happy to be here. Favorite episode? I'm going to get it right off the bat with Roy Wood. I I, I died oh, laughing. Man. I Boy, had to yeah, listen man. to it twice. Ooh, and and both of you individually are awesome. Uh, I'm just honored to be. Oh, wow,
7: thank you so much. Yeah. Man. We
6: are we're honored to have very talented people surround us so we just by proximity look good. And that's the that's the art of this podcasting that we do. And I can day. just
7: exhale because after you know a a long run of lakers fans being on this show (laughs) i finally have a fellow sixers fan yes yes uh so we can talk each other up like just hype each other up about how great the sixers are going to be this season um yep very (laughs) excited what was that last (laughs) one i heard you talk
6: before we'll get into it you know i i again i think it is good to to offset the scales because yeah it has been a little purple and gold heavy around here for sure i can attest to that Mm. um but you also, aside from being a Sixers fan, I heard you know Jabari was saying that you got your eye on the the Hawks too. If you had to add somebody to that league pass team that you, you're checking on, the Hawks.
8: Yeah, I've got I've got three teams. Uh, Hawks are number one because of the addition of Dejounte Murray. I've, I've been a, a fan uh, since UW and, and honestly since uh, high school, and mm. um, one of the only players I've never traded uh, in one of my deep dynasty teams. And wow. so when he, when he moved over to Atlanta, regardless of what you think of Trey Young individually, personally, that's on you. Right. The, the young man <laughs> plays ball. And yeah. now you got two young men at the same age who can play ball. Yeah. If you're not ready to see a young dynamic duo, I mean, then why are you even on League Pass? Get right. on League Pass and watch some good ball. Exactly. That's what's going to happen in Atlanta. Okay, I might have to add them. Yeah.
7: Who, el- who else you got in your top three
1: yeah. for League uh, Pass?
8: Next year, Detroit. I, yeah. I, I, I I wanna see what Detroit is cooking. Right. Um I think Cade Cunningham is going to be better than Anthony Edwards. And I think Whoa, Anthony wow. Edwards is phenomenal. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, I like that. So Wait, I've got okay. Detroit. As, as good Anthony, of an actor? No. No way. <laughs> okay. No, just no, make Anthony sure. Edwards, top VA to accent. This. He yeah. should
6: do the uh sequel um to uh Steel. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Could you imagine I mean like, I mean, no disrespect to Shaq, but like Anthony Edwards, he's got charisma, man. Oh yeah, he's got. I can't well, imagine yeah. seeing re, like redone films with.
8: And man, then that's the thirteen too, Edwards, Minnesota so. thing.
7: Yeah, but. Minnesota. I got Pelicans, Minnesota, and uh, begrudge not begrudgingly, but like the Sixers. I'm going to watch all their games. Uh, I'll watch all their wins. I, so this is what I do as a Sixers fan because my my heart has just been torn in half too many times. I. Uh, DVR the games, and I watch the wins. Um, that works until we get to the postseason, when I have an incredibly elevated idea of how good they are, and then uh, and then they they let me down because I haven't watched any of their losses. Um, right.
8: Yeah. See, I I have a completely different process, and I modeled it <laughs> after the process. And I just understand that right out the gate, they're going to extricate the heart from my chest cavity. <laughs> <laughs> and so that allows me to just enjoy the games. And, and I actually, I think I've only missed three Sixes games the last five years, right, in terms wow. of watching it. And then I also subject myself to the replay, even on a loss. Uh, so, like, there's plenty wow. there's, there's, there's plenty of matisse bible open corner threes that I, I still just, you know, see. Yeah.
7: Oh, I miss like those sometimes. I've sometimes. only I've only seen the wind, so
6: I, I've only seen. Him hit him. You're looking like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he's like on his off yeah. his couch, like pointing at the TV. <laughs> just, um,
7: yeah,
6: yeah, well, man. I mean, might as well get into it because since we're on the topic of Philadelphia, uh, Jack, I know last time you were feeling. Uh, I did. Ac- I don't. I went ambivalent. into the
7: Reddit. I went into the Sixers Reddit, and I read the like you know, the thread where everybody was gassing each other up, being like, this is the year, you know, each of these additions is strategically a masterstroke for this team and, like, you know, firms us up in what we're weak in and, like, makes us unstoppable in what we're already strong in. The best argument I've found is that we have seen the past two years teams win the championship with teams that were mostly intact, and just like kind of gelled at the right time. Mm-hmm. So that that is what is in my heart. You
6: catch that wave.
7: Riding into the season. Right. Um, what is in my brain is the fact that they haven't made it out of the second round of the playoffs for the yeah. past uh I don't know. Is Sometimes there like a remember.
6: the wire meme where it's like Omar coming, but it's like the second round coming. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, ah.
7: Not fair. Are uh but I want I want to hear some I want to hear something. What 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 are your thoughts heading into the season, Chris?
6: Well, I,
8: I actually, I like what they've done to an extent. Uh, they're making their best two players comfortable, as comfortable right. as possible. Mm-hmm. And and call me an institutionalist kind of like Pop here. The target's to get to 50 wins, and, and they've built this team to get to 50 wins. That'll give them home court in the first round, and then after that, it doesn't matter, right? right? And traditionally, if you are going to be a champion, uh, specifically a champion who's going to dethrone another champion, you need two top 15 guys, right? Mm -hmm. Like, look what Jordan and Pippen did, because Pippen was that good. A lot of people Mm -hmm. just didn't give him credit. Look what Isaiah and Joe did, you know, against Boston when it was their turn. Look what Boston did to Los Angeles when they won the championships. And then look what Los Angeles did when they beat Boston. There was always two guys close to that top 15, right? Mm -hmm. They went out, they picked up Harden, who wanted to leave Brooklyn. Uh, Now the problem is, they seem to have run the course of being able to add anybody of note until we get to the buyout market. And then, of course, the, the free agency market uh, is is not as robust this season, and it's also being held up by some major players. I so don't know we're... what you're
7: talking about. Um... <laughs> so
8: we're incomplete. <laughs> the only good news is is like I'm looking at the league on the East, and the East supposedly got better, but like we'll, we'll, st- we'll still be there. Right. And that's all we can right. ask for. So, yeah. like, I actually like it. I, I just, I don't know if you're going to say, hey, is, is that our year to get to the finals? Like, bro, that's 82 games.
6: Yeah. Like, yeah. With, yeah. Different order.
8: Yeah, two guys who can get hurt.
6: And yeah. with Harden, you know, about to be 33, Is how do you see him? How do you see things shaping up for him? Is it, is it like do or die? Do you see him being able to rise to the occasion? How do you sort of look at his age? Or is it a factor to you at all?
8: Uh, he's lost weight
6: this offseason
8: that is what i needed to hear he's
6: he's gained
8: he's gained muscle weight but like if you watch (laughs) him he's lost probably like five uh pounds of excess even if it's i've been saying
7: tb12 for him (laughs) that's what i need some tb12 on that man's menu he Um, uh
8: he's he's attacking the hill uh wow i'm I'm thinking he's he's back he's not gonna have like in hustle He's attacking well, that hill. He's, he's well. I don't know if it's that big of a. <laughs> he's attacking the hill, though. Yeah, he's listening uh, right. right. to Kate Bush, though, and the AirPods. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm all I'm all in on this season, uh, for what he's going to be able to do, which is basically twenty five and ten. The biggest question is, can he hit, hit the three? And and the, and we won't know until we see it. If he can't go back to like he was in Houston, where he's hitting you know thirty seven, thirty eight percent. Uh, then, then, you know, it doesn't matter if he's healthy.
4: Mm.
6: Right.
7: It, how much is he working out with a giant tractor tire? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that is the key to fitness, uh, according to movies. Yeah, exactly.
6: Uh, if there's not an oversized tractor tire in that gym, some ropes. Uh, chains. Some,
8: no, the new things, is the, the chains. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yeah.
6: Big chains. Uh, industrial yeah. chains. He's <laughs> pulling an anchor chain. <laughs> Impractically
7: uh, what, big chains.
6: Embiid, you think he can get an MVP? Like, what do you think he has to do this year? if he's you know cuz i feel like he's always just he's on, coming right second in the last 2 years yes. hope like hope that yeah. they have jokic fatigue
8: and they don't jump back <laughs> to Giannis. Yeah. like let's let's be honest i mean jokic statistically is going to outperform him yeah and, mm-hmm. and if he's going to statistically outperform him at the same position uh no matter how great he is like there's going to be at least a, a large 35% of the population who are automatically going to say jokic 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 right and that's okay but the sixes are first or second in the east i think i think he he overcomes and he gets the mvp dot
7: yeah that would be nice that would be that would be fun like what can he add to his game at this point just like even more knockdown three like that little (laughs) rock step back one footer three-pointer that he made uh (laughs) in the middle of last season like it that just becomes part of his game.
8: I, I, I've always said five assists. Yeah. I
7: like, yeah.
8: If he were to hit the five assist mark, it's a lock. And and if DeBontis Sabonis ever hit the 30-point mark, it would be a right. lock, right? They, right? they are at the opposite end of the spectrum of the same problem. And right. if he could get five, man, I, I don't see, like, Jokic fatigue, Giannis fatigue, unless LeBron comes in and kills the league at 40. Um, that would be like cool. An, I like him these chances this year. All
7: I right. still root I still root for LeBron, even though he's on the Lakers, even though, you know, I don't care. I still I still root for him every care. time he puts up fifty. <laughs> I get very excited.
6: Oh yeah. I mean, as someone right. his same age, I'm always like,
0: Show him. Show him what you do. <laughs> Class of two
6: thousand three. <laughs> two thousand three still got it.
7: <laughs> All right. Should we talk about the Hall of Fame classes? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So we got 13 members in total, Manu yeah. uh, which is how a, an announcer once said his name. And my friends and I just always repeated that to each other. Two-time all-star, four-time champ. Did he win the gold that year when they beat Argentina. the U.S. with, with Argentina? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So got to give him some props for that. We got Tim Hardaway, uh, iconic point guard, UTEP two-step, killer crossover, NBA jam, stalwart. That was my favorite team playing NBA Jam. We got WNBA Swing Cash, four-time oh, yeah. All Star, two-time gold medalist, NCAA champ WNBA's Lindsey Whalen. Dude,
6: undefeated three-time. Swing Cash went on that UConn season? I remember.
7: Wow, that
6: was the one they went thirty-nine and zero. I think uh, two thousand two. Yeah.
7: When was the last men's team to go undefeated? Was that the UCLA UCLA team? Bruins? Yeah, like that many years ago.
8: Wow. It's hard, bro. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it's. It's hard.
7: I was there when UNLV was going for it and lost to Duke in the Final Four. That was maybe the worst uh, uh loss co- I've ever witnessed live.
8: College Park uh University of Maryland Duke.
7: Mm. Mm. Mm.
3: No mm. good.
6: Everybody just mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Took a bite off a rib or something. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um
7: coach George Carl. All right. Uh Coach Bob Huggins and referee Hugh Evans. Yeah, who, uh, you look up a picture, you'll you'll recognize him from I had to Google him on like games. Yeah. Right. I
6: was like, if he's in there, he's got to be. And I'm like, yep, there he is. I know the <laughs> face. It's like I can only name like a couple refs by name, you know, just off the top of my head. But yeah, Hugh Evans is in there. Bob Huggins, you know, I guess you know, shout out to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I, I love the basketball shorts, uh, you know, Kenyon. Marcos I mean, Nick Van
7: Exel was very cool like that. Oh, what yeah. St. Nick Van, Van Exel. One of the I mean. coolest. Yeah, I don't know.
6: But yeah, and then I, and George Carl was saying earlier, I'm like, he's one of those coaches who I hated his teams, but I l I for whatever reason, I never actually been like, I don't like George Carl. For whatever reason, even as like a youngster, I was like, I respect George Carl. Don't like the teams, but there's something about him feels I love I like George him. Carl. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's I mean he's like very the,
8: funny. Yeah, he trolls people on Twitter every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> a life. He's gonna add Hall of Famer to that too now. He right. Even exactly.
7: said <laughs> He also just looks like a coach. Like he just is the you know you you would cast him as a basketball coach in oh, a movie. Hugh, Hugh Jackman of looked.
8: the NBA, for real, right? Not not <laughs> Hugh. Jack. Is it Hugh Jackman? Is that the guy Hugh, I'm thinking of?
7: The Wolverine?
8: No, yeah, it's not him. Um, Hugh man. Laurie? Nah. nah, 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 nah. He um either is, he looks like Dennis Hopper a little bit.
6: I'm like thinking deep. I'm like, wait, where are we going? I'm trying to get the reference. Well, okay. Let's, how about this? Let's take a quick break. We'll come back to talk some of the top uh, Hall of Fame classes. And even Allen Iverson came in with some, some all-time lists of his
7: Yeah, his starting stuff. five. I kind of respected it.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code DK Hoops for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six, the crown
6: And we're back. So, uh, just looking at this year's class, you know, first of all, it is dope to see that it's like there's refs, there's coaches. It's it's a it's a very inclusive Hall of Fame uh, situation that's going on. Oh, oh, Gene Hackman is that who you're looking for, Chris? You say the NBA yeah. Gene Hack? <laughs> Gene Hackman, <laughs> love that absolutely. Head. Yeah, um, but I'm a, a ju- he does look like Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you all have any favorite? Hall of Fame classes are ones that resonated with you personally.
7: We're talking the greatest classes of referees, right?
6: <laughs> yeah, the greatest, exactly.
7: Okay. I'll I'll share my top 5 with you. Um now. Uh yeah, man. Like this year probably isn't hitting the heights of 2020 Kobe, Duncan, KG. That might no. that might be an all-timer, right there. I love
6: that for my own fandom. Like yeah. cuz I saw their I've saw their entire careers and I like was really like aware at the time versus other like some of the older players, I caught them when I was younger, caught on to their greatness, and then saw them retire. But that one hits home for me.
8: Uh, I wasn't even alive, but my grandmother actually recorded the 1980 induction. Um, that <laughs> Jerry, Jerry West was in there, uh, right? So let me let me go ahead and shout out Jerry West because I don't want him mad at me either, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The
6: show was wildly inaccurate.
8: <laughs> this Hall
7: of Fame ceremony was. With- uh that was a big o was in there Jerry yeah. Lucas yep. that's a pretty strong squad uh yeah. even though I know I wasn't alive to see any of them play Jordan's class was Jordan Stockton David Robinson which you could say because it feels standard yeah also you one know. of my favorite uh, induction ceremonies but we won't talk about that mm-hmm. um <laughs> and all right the only one that I'm seeing that's given Kobe Duncan KG a run is 2016, Shaq, AI, and Yao. I mean, Shaq and AI
8: though.
6: Yeah, they're they're, they're definitely pulling more weight. 2020 still beats them in a matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the excitement for just those three players. I think I just feel more, you know, energy excitement for them. I, I mean, I was wearing rubber bands on my wrist like KG since like I was in sixth grade. Cause I saw, I him. forgot
8: people did that.
6: Yeah. Cause in like in a slam interview, he's like, I couldn't afford jewelry. So I was wearing rubber bands until I could get real jewelry. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love this mentality. I
1: was mom, doing
7: like, that too. And didn't even realize I was doing it because of him. But yeah, that's definitely something.
6: Oh, I was yeah. imitating, 100%. You know? And then, you know, speaking of uh, AI in that class, he came out and he was asked recently or like an interview recently, he said, you know, who's your all time starting five for you, Allen Iverson. Who are you picking for that team? He says Steph, MJ, Kobe, LeBron, Shaq, hmm. famously I, absent himself. Because a lot he, of people pick AI in theirs, but it's I, I, we were talking about this earlier. How like you know Shaq will always pick himself when it's like a list of like whoever. Like it's a lot of people are going to back themselves.
7: Shaq put himself at point and at the center. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> oh, my starting five: Shaq, 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 Shaq. shaq. <laughs> okay. cool.
7: Sorry. Was there an echo on that? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Chris, I want to hear your top starting five all time.
8: Yeah, I have have an eclectic bunch. Uh, It's Wilt Chamberlain at center. Uh, LeBron slides up to the four. Larry Bird is at the three. Michael Jordan is at the two. Uh, And then Magic Johnson is at the one. uh, Because I I want utility uh, on my team. And you put that team out there. All of them can run. All of them can pass. All of them can defend. Uh, All of them have their own specific hot zones for shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't think, I think, honestly, uh, they run everybody out the gym. Wow.
7: Mine was, so I hadn't seen AIs. Uh, Mine was basically the same, except I replaced Kobe with Kevin Durant, and I replaced Shaq with Joel Embiid, if you've heard of this guy, if you've seen this guy. I like that. Um, yeah, I like I like to be able to stretch the floor. I think I think having Katie and stuff out there, I don't know.
6: I can't do lists where I pick because I'm such a like I feel like when I pick, I'm having to be like, I like you over all of the other ones.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do all listen to everybody who we're talking about listens to this. Yes, podcast, they do. So should, and, yeah.
6: and I know Ray Allen hacked our earlier Zoom call that was not published was anywhere. You he heard how yeah. how how much I was struggling to pick somebody at the two. And I think I'd rather just pick people that made me upset. As a top five, because it's easier for me to single them out. Like, I'll pick Robert Parrish at the five and Kevin (laughs) Kevin McHale at the four. Because you don't want to be hurt. No, I don't want to be hurt. You know, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. You you just put
8: two Celtics up there. I thought you were a Lakers fan.
6: I know, but I'm saying that this is like my angry five. I'm not saying Uh. I like these people. I'm like, it's easier for me to pick men like, I'll get these people out of my face, top five. Uh, But I don't know. Part of me, I feel like I would. I was saying earlier, like James Worthy is somebody who I'd like to put in there. A a lot of people pick him or like you see a lot of pros pick him. But I think as a Laker fan, I feel like I want to give him some love at the four. But it's again, I don't know who I'd pick. I'm just going to pick a bunch of people who make me upset or feel like I'm picking people over each other. And I feel like just
7: sheer emotional velocity is what you're going off of.
6: Oh, yeah. And like and it's like it's basically or it's just going to be a mix of jazz and Celtics players basically is what it would look like. You know, I I mean,
8: when it, it's hard when you pick a list, and I, I feel AI for not picking himself, right? But I do
7: like, too. That's... I I
8: I, I got to pick it to win. Like mm-hmm. I love stuff. I I understand that Steph is probably gonna finish above Magic and and the end all be all, right? I've got mm-hmm. no problem with that. But let's let's in my mind view it as a basketball game. Like Magic Johnson is gonna guard Steph way better than Steph is gonna guard Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. and that's why I have him up. Right, like I, I pick my five to run and win. Uh, you pick your five to hate them. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm powered
6: by hate. I'm a Laker fan.
7: Is there a three point <laughs> shot in the game in your game that you're talking about? Are we Are we allowing a three point shot, Chris? Yeah, that's why Larry Bird's there. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Will Magic? Yeah, Magic. W- Magic would definitely score at will on Steph but I feel like Steph would keep them close with, with the threes. Uh, yeah. I don't know.
6: Speaking of magic though. Uh, and also if you want to feel really old, uh, we just passed the 30 year anniversary of the dream team gold medal game. Wow. Can you just let that sink in? <laughs> 30, I, cannot. I mean, I remember this game and that, those Olympics so vividly. It's like when I fully like bought into everything that the NBA had to offer. Like At that point, going forward, everything that I owned was dream team or NBA related because it was like just the the intersection of like all these things that I loved. Um, But yeah, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that I'm like 1990. Oh, it 30 years looking at the (laughs) age lines on my hands. It's been a
8: long time. Like I, 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 30 years anniversary. I I remember the Olympics too. Was actually one of the first times uh, that I saw it that wasn't basically on a tape delay too. Like, right you know, yeah games. they were like this
7: is an event we're gonna we're right. gonna do this yeah, yeah i remember where i was when i watched them who do they be like every game was so it, it was like watching a scrimmage but it was still cool to see him out there it still cool to see which jordan's jordan was rocking um <laughs> and <laughs> i remember they played like one team was a yugoslavia that had the tie-dyed jerseys
6: yeah they, they couldn't or was afford. it lithuania or, or oh.
7: lithuania that's what it was yeah, yeah that was dope
8: Oh, uh, they made a documentary, the other Dream Team. Uh, yeah, they, they got most of their stuff from the U.S. because they couldn't afford it on their
7: own. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, there was that Dream Team documentary from uh, a few years back where it was revealed that the college team beat them, and it like for ten minutes it changed everything I knew in my world. I was like, w- w- what? Chris Webber well, and Bobby Hurley
8: beat <laughs> them. I, I still don't think they're the best Dream Team.
7: What? All right. Well, hold on. Let me just finish Uh-oh. this story, and then we got to talk yeah. about that. But uh, I mean, I I feel that because I do think the NBA is progressive, and each year like it, things get better. I guess like yeah. w- in relation to the competition, maybe is my argument. But so the the end of that story, they for ten minutes they make it seem like this college team just beat them, and they didn't have what it took to beat like Bobby Hurley and Chris Webber as a uh, college players as like teenagers they like interview bobby hurley at the time and he's like oh it was just really neat and he has braces it's like yo (laughs) what is happening and then the documentary like interviews coach k and he's like yeah so chuck daly threw that game to make it so the dream team like felt bad enough about themselves to actually listen to him and, like, get together and to actually, like, take the competition seriously. And, you know, Bobby Hurley can believe what he wants. I know a lot of kids who still believe in Santa Claus, but uh, the Dream Team threw that game. And then they played a second game the next day, and (laughs) I think Barkley said that they won by a 100. Like, they just didn't. (laughs) The the, the college (laughs) players, like, couldn't get a pass. Right, right, right. They woke up. Yeah, they were like, we just looked over, and we were like, why isn't he playing Jordan more? It was because Jordan (laughs) wouldn't let him throw the game. Like he wouldn't. He was just like messing with his uh, substitutions to make it so that they had a chance.
6: So you said this isn't even the best dream team. I think most people who, for nostalgic purposes, will always refer to this team because it was the first, you know, dream team. But who, who, who do you really like, Chris? When you when you're looking again, because I know you're a realist. Who do you pick to win?
8: They were called the Dream Team Three. -hmm. Uh, They had holdovers from the '92 team, like Dave Robinson, Scotty, Carl, uh, Stockton, Barkley. But like they added, yeah, they added the team. They added um, Shaq, Gary Payton, Shaq. Yeah, and and Reggie. Yeah, Reggie for shooting. That team, I think, beats the original Dream Team in a scrimmage, if not even a series. Uh, And really, it's because of Shaq. I, I don't think anybody stops that man at that time. I think he <laughs> walks out the gym 30 and 20 if he really wanted to.
5: Yeah. Uh,
8: I, I mean, y'all remember what he did to day Robinson just in regular season games. Like, he, he wasn't going to stop him. Right. The only guy that gave him problems is on his team. So, he doesn't have to worry about Hakeem. Yeah. No, I, I think Dream Team 3 actually has a legit shot uh, to upset the Dream Team.
7: There wasn't Hakeem the on, on the Dream that team? team? That's a good, they, they should have had Hakeem on there. He was good enough at that time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Penny
8: was also on that team too, by the way. I yeah. think Penny's athleticism also uh, would have caused some fits as well.
6: Mm. And that was, was such a uh, prime Michael
7: Jordan well. on, on that team, also, or was, no, was not? He was oh, out. okay, sorry yeah. sorry. yeah, exactly. So,
6: but huh. you know, Garrett, that was also yeah. Their biggest win was like by sixty-three points against China or something in that tournament. Yeah, their, their closest win was like twenty or twenty-two. Like they blew yeah. everybody out mm. against Lithuania. So. There you go. Yeah, that was actually yeah I remember because that was like you could if the marketing was solid for the first Dream Team, Dream Team three is like you couldn't escape it. Like McDonald's was like, "Yo, you <laughs> like that? Yeah, you like the Dream Team?" And you're like, "Ah!" All the I remember all the merchandise around it, the jerseys. I remember. Oh man, it was it was a good time for sure. I was really man, great. Man,
7: and Shaq was almost on the original Dream Team, right? That was should have been, but they they went with
6: Leitner. Christian yeah, no. St- I'm still trying to figure that one out. Was it just because of that buzzer beater? <laughs> no, for Duke. Was... Like, I mean, like, because I knew there was a lot of energy, but I mean, like, what, like, what, what gave him the edge over Shaq in in selecting? Well, I don't <laughs> even know if you really want this conversation. I, mean, <laughs> I think I know.
8: Dude, I do think you really want this I com- know.
6: Maybe they were needed to vary the look of the team a bit.
8: No, no, it wasn't even that. It wasn't oh. because they had they, they had Larry Bird. It's just because of Coach <laughs> they Shusky. had that one white guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's, it was uh, Coach Shusetsky.
6: Mm, oh, right, oh, right, right, right. Okay, he,
8: he was transitioning into to USA basketball. He was going to be their hand handpicked uh, successor, essentially. I think he, it ended up taking four years longer because uh, of Colangelo. But then you know, it moved over to uh, Coach K, and then it moved over to Pop.
7: It's a normal collar. Leave
6: it alone. <laughs> yes. find a new angle also shout out grant hill he was also on that dream team three team i'm also free i was just thinking of mcdonald's and then i said sprite and then i said grant hill obey your thirst he was also on that <laughs> dream team do not disrespect that all right should we take a quick break and come yeah, back let's
7: do a quick break and then it's time for the rapid fire it's time for the get rapid ready. fire
6: get ready buckle in here we go
0: did you ever play the over under game with your friends you know Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code DK Hoops for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/slash-pick-six-states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com/promos.
2: Attention, all wrestling aficionados! Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye.
7: And we're back. That is an interesting. That is an interesting answer. We should we should give it to the people. The reason Nakeem was not on the original Dream Team or wasn't even considered is he wasn't a citizen until '93. Got it. So.
6: Got it. And yes, and Jabari's like, don't you know Le- Leitner did win too in college? Okay, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. No, I get it. I just would <laughs> yeah. like to see Jack. Yeah. Look, people weren't lining up at malls across America to see Christian Leitner's loose sneaker in a case.
7: <laughs>
6: That's true. We were there for Shaq though. I mean, young Shaq was wild. Oh, Something to behold. Brings a smile to my face. I just yeah. I just think about the the whole that whole era, the whole like Shaq is in town era it was oh, fantastic.
7: Damn, Jabari just said that Leitner was better than Shaq even in the NBA, he said. Oh, in wow, in the Jabari. Chat. wow, Jabari. Wow, Jabari. Beep, no, he said, beep, why do I have to sound beep. like a geek with him? <laughs> uh, he does not hold that opinion. I ascribed that to him. With the um,
6: garbage takes. Okay, here we go. Chris yeah, I hope you know, I hope you're ready for this next segment. We like to call it the rapid fire round of questioning in which we're going to posit a question to you. Don't think too long because this is all about getting snappy answers straight back to us so we can keep the segment moving. Don't think, just respond. This is the lightning round of questioning.
7: If you've ever seen a cartoon where like the person just like is there and then there's a cloud of smoke and a hole that is the shape of them and the wall behind them, that's yeah. how fast these questions are going to move. Exactly. Uh, that's
8: pretty
7: fast. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really Buckle fast.
6: up. Here we go. Start the clock! Yeah. Should we,
7: Jack, All you right. want
6: to go first or should I go first? With a uh, rapid-fire round of
7: push. Okay, well, pick a number between one and ten if I uh, get within nine. three of it.
6: Nine.
7: Oh, I was going to guess. What I was going to guess the you number, guess so you put it in your head and then I'll try and get within two of the oh, number. My bad. And if okay, I don't, so then it? I go first. Or okay, you I'll go guess. first. Okay, I'll guess. It. Okay, hold on. Let me think of it
6: and go. Do you want me to say one or you're going to say one? Yeah, three? you guess. Nine.
7: It okay. was seven, so you were within two. So you get to go.
6: Yes. See, unless you don't want to go, things. I could go. You're well, calling. let me look at the order because I want to ask the one. No, no, this is fine. This is fine. Okay. We'll do it like this. All right. Okay. Keep the clock going. This <laughs> is the rapid fire round of questions. Question number the one. Chris. Give me a former great that isn't in the Hall of Fame yet that you feel actually deserves to be in, and it is a travesty and a tragedy that they are not in there. Otis Thorpe. Oh, Ooh, good okay. answer. Good answer. I like that. Now, what is it about Otis Thorpe that you feel just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't get enough
7: right <laughs> <So laughs> Miles' you know, this follow is, up. I this mean, is,
6: this is a bone, man.
8: Um, career windshield is better than Chris Weber. Uh, we have to understand that uh, professionalism and the ability to play consistently is actually a skill. Uh, it's called consistency. And consistency yeah. is actually the most important skill you can have. And that, that's actually that's what separates Hall of Famers from great players, mm. great players from good players, and good players to people like me. <laughs> like, I like Otis that. Thorpe was literally the definition of consistency for two decades.
7: Yeah. Sneaky good in the 94 finals uh, yeah, was, is, is an opinion I came up with all all on my own. And Jabari did not just feed to me. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Averaged nearly a double-double, I believe, in almost four or five assists uh, a couple of games.
6: If our best friend Robert Ori is like, yo, I love Otis Thor," yeah. then you know we're like, yeah, I agree. I agree, Big Shot Bob. I agree.
7: Robert Ori should things. be in there. Sean Kemp should also be in there. That's my opinion. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Keep the clock going.
6: Rapid, rapid, Chris. rapid.
7: All-time tournament, single elimination, who takes it? I think we already talked about this. So we're going to skip right over that one.
6: Take out the option that he thinks is the best.
7: Okay. All right. All-time, single elimination, who takes it? Original Dream Team, Redeem Team, uh, 08, 08, 2016. Those three, because we already heard your take on 2012
6: 96, 96 or no we did 96 uh, right oh we yeah, did redeem. 96 actually Jesus you could do all of them
7: right all right this yeah. is rapid though all right See, Red-
8: redeem team loses uh they get swept maybe 16 goes fourth okay what M- might,
7: wow. yes, okay. might get two wins off the original dream team? they still lose but they
8: might get two wins off the original okay i like that
7: and what is it about the original dream team? yeah
8: i was gonna say <laughs> they they actually have something that's difficult to have nowadays and that's actually uh basically ingrained chemistry Mm -hmm. uh the the league was transitioning from a period like oscar robinson got the free agency rolling with his lawsuit but the league still hadn't really transitioned to a free open market term of free agency so a lot of these players who are on the dream team were already going to be in the original teams for eight years anyway so they already have a comfortable familiarity with everybody across the league
6: right and Chris, I'm—I gotta say, thank you for that. Was very illuminating, but man, just to respect the segment, we gotta keep things moving real quick, man. I'm sorry <laughs> you are. Yeah, I know, I know. That's on me a little bit what? too. Uh, uh, yes, I know, I know. Yeah, no, you're right. Maybe that's on Jack too. All right, let's keep this moving. Uh, this is me, Chris, the Sixers, Barkley versus Zion in a one-on-one tournament. Who wins? Barkley.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm. Better ball handler. Mm. Okay better deep shooter? I was going to ask my trademark follow-up, but that's you you've answered it right there. That's what Who, it is.
7: Best, best, not one-on-one player. And like, if you were going to go one-on, like a one-on-one tournament all time, and is it Shaq? does Shaq up. just beat, just drop everybody down? If, or if it, you
8: if you if you take physical dominance out, you got to give credence to Michael Beasley. Michael
7: Beasley was not an answer I thought I was going <laughs> wow. to hear. Wow, Beasley's
8: a, he man, he he hoops. timer huh. He hoops. Like yeah. KD, Beasley come from the same area, the same style of game. I think a lot of people uh give Beasley uh, uh, a knock, just like they give Lamar Odom. I'd put Lamar Odom up there mm. too on a one-on-one. Mm, and okay. and uh Meta World Peace.
6: Right. I'd put him up there too. Like he would just bogart people. <laughs> so this sounds like a very northeast centric uh <laughs> vibe, I'm getting for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
7: God sham god. Right. <laughs> all right so we talked tim hardaway is in the nba hall of fame um i think at least partially because of his membership as one of two players on one of the most dominant nba video game teams of all time in my opinion the uh, warriors were a force in nba jam at least when i played with them who is your nba jam team who did you go with
8: Stockton and Malone for a couple of years Mm -hmm. uh Simply for the fact that Malone was a cheat on that game, and then I replaced him with Shaq.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
8: A lot so of people went. didn't realize that. Like Malone was a—he's a, a cheat in that game. Like you yeah. couldn't stop him if you were a power forward. Or it was center. just a glitch. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. I I always picked the sh- the Hornets because I was fully grandma ma brain, <laughs> and I just loved the idea like of me because I thought like Larry Johnson was such a personality. I was like, ah, this is it, and I like the jersey colors. Uh, And I was always, for whatever reason, I always played with the Hornets. When we were talking about
7: this before we started recording, I was saying that I think I was ahead of the NBA in terms of appreciating (laughs) the importance of the three-point shot. Because every time I picked an NBA Jam team, it was always based around the shooter because I realized that three points is worth one and a half, two points.
8: And that's a lot. Maybe you just couldn't stop Carl Malone and you just needed to chuck up as many shots as you could. Right.
6: That Barkley Marley combo was also that was, dangerous. That was, that was nice. was, was yeah. hard. And I didn't and that was one I remember our friends would be like, you can't do sons for whatever reason. Because like in <laughs> really? our crew, people learned how to unleash that one.
8: Didn't, didn't, the Bullets, didn't they have um, Tom Gugliata one year?
7: Yeah. they some of these teams were wild. We <laughs> were looking up like the, the Tom Gugliata and of Harvey Grant.
6: Oh. That yeah. is that is rough. The Clippers I mean, were Ron Harper and Danny Manning.
7: The Sixers were Jeff Hornacek and Hersey Hawkins. Yeah. And the team that I don't think anybody would answer uh, as their go-to team outside of the city of Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks NBA Jam team fielding Blue Edwards and Brad Lowhouse.
6: Let them know. Oh, man. Let them know, Let them Brad Lowhouse. I mean, I career guy. 5.9 points per game behemoth. <laughs> That's why I was always wondering, like, how did they pick these people? But, hey, it is what it is. Okay, that was it. Thank you so much, Chris Barnett, for playing the lightning rapid round of questions. We did uh, it. We did it. I survived. That was one of the fastest ones we did, actually. Really? So, yeah, yeah, credit to us. Normally, yeah, I something... get told I my answers are too long. Yeah, I'd look, they're all long. I got to say, we have a problem on this show, all the guests they they be answering blame these the guess. questions. Blame yeah, they're the like guess. answering the questions. I'm like, this is rapid, man. And then they say <laughs> something insightful. And then I'm like, what was that? Trying to make me look bad? Uh, <laughs> but Chris, man, thank you so much for stopping by. Miles and Jack got mad. Boosty is a pleasure to have you. Uh, Working people check you out, hear you, listen to you, support you, follow you, do all that.
8: Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, Well, th- this is one of the best uh, times I can ever have uh, talking about the game that I love with two of the best that, you know, are doing... What a lot of us actually want to do. So props oh, to you too, man.
6: You are too kind, Chris. But yeah, for you, where can they check you out on the spaces? Where can they hear you talk and all your other content?
8: Yeah, uh, follow me on on Twitter. It's really simple. It's at hoop spaces. It's Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Uh, we're in the off season. We're getting ready to launch season two. We did, uh, I said we, I did 217 episodes uh, covering every single NBA game last year. We'll do 217 wow. again this season. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a pleasure. It's like interactive radio.
7: Yeah. Uh,
6: swing by sometime, check it out yourself. Uh, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll really love
7: it. It's a blast. Go do it.
6: Well, thank you all for listening to another edition of Miles and Jackpot Mad Boosties. You know we'll be back next week because it doesn't stop. All right. Doesn't stop. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
4: it gives me a lot of
5: hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9.
4: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast.
5: Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.